0: So who decided all these kids should fight adults? Today I'm discussing a weird movie trend from the 90s. This is Scott's Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am discussing uh, what I found was a recent trend. I just thought about it recently, and I saw one of the movies I'm going to be discussing not too long ago. And then I was remembering, yeah, I saw this happen a bunch when I was growing up. So there was a ton of movies in the 90s that featured adults fighting grown people in often life-or-death situations. And not all of them were hits or even well-known, but... I thought it was fascinating, and I wanted to kind of dig into why that might have happened. And I've got a theory, and I think it's right, but we'll see. Let me know what you think. So without further ado, let's get started. The 90s were a weird time for movies. There was no collective ethos or trend that was a gu- guaranteed to tear the box office or win over critics. Just look at the top 20 movies at the box office for any year in the 90s and you'll get a hodgepodge of Disney animation, live action family movies, wildly popular R-rated dramas and action films, PG-13 comedies, and a number of Best Picture contenders and winners. Any overwhelming themes? Not really. Maybe a vague distrust of authority? Sure. More often than not, a lot of movies were just trying to have fun rather than saying something. Okay, there was this one really weird trend. It wasn't necessarily a giant box office draw, but they made a lot of movies with this as the baseline premise or featuring this element. Kids fighting adults. Which begs the question, why? Why did so many studios think the idea of kids literally fist fighting grown men was a good idea? You saw this everywhere, whether it was the Three Ninjas series or even the forgotten finale of the forgotten 90s films like Man of the House, where an Indian guide troop fights off the mob And what did I just type and what was my childhood? How did this happen? I've got a theory or two. So let's start with where it started. Despite coming out in 1988, Die Hard was the movie that defined the 90s action ethos. Studios and audiences wanted heroes like John McClane, average guys or guys who looked like average guys, who had just enough skill and smarts to take down bad guys. Our heroes were regular-looking fellas trying their best against maniacal baddies like Keanu Reeves in Speed or Harrison Ford in Clear and Present Danger. Even Arnold became an undercover agent for True Lies, and Nick Cage got a chance to shoot guns at bad guys in The Rock, Con Air, and Face Off in subsequent years. You may have had an Arnold or Stallone movie here or there, but the big draws were regular people in extraordinary circumstances. So that explains the format. Kids are regular folks, and having them fight grown folks with malicious intent is kind of the exact wish fulfillment that appeals to kids, right? Well, yeah. Which is why it resulted in one of the biggest box office hits of all time. Because it exploded with Home Alone. If Die Hard made the everyman a bankable action hero, Home Alone made the wisecracking kids seem equally profitable. As maligned as the 1990 film is, I think it's fine for the record, it's a movie that gets all of the basics right before the -the over-the-top finale where a charming Kevin McAllister does his best John McClane impression while busting Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern's heads over and over again. It also has enough heart, humor, and memorable moments to sustain it. In fact, the violent finale is actually a very small part of the movie. This was also an incredibly profitable movie. The numbers for the budget hovered at around 18 to 20 million, which isn't nothing, but it is dwarfed by the $475 million box office haul that doesn't include all of the tie-in merchandise and home video sales and rentals either. And let's not forget the yearly showings on television. It also made the young Macaulay Culkin a bankable star. The movie was big enough to make a child a movie star, a legitimate one. So, yeah, everyone's gonna want a piece of that pie. But did it work? No. <laughs> there's a few reasons why no other movie broke out, but there's two big ones in my book. The first is the most obvious you can never replicate the trend setter. 1990 was a perfect time for a slightly sweet, slightly dramatic family movie featuring a wisecracking little kid setting up childlike traps for burglars. There was nothing like it at the time, but the second you do that again, well, everyone's seen Home Alone. It's the same reason why series like The Maze Runner barely got finished, or how Divergent didn't even finish its film series while The Hunger Games did. The Hunger Games was the first big teen dystopia, and no other franchise was going to match it. It's a lesson Hollywood refuses to learn but keeps trying anyway, take some big swings for the next big thing every now and then instead. Seriously. The second big reason is the other films had gigantic tone and logic problems. As much as people like to joke about how dead the Wet Bandits would have been after one or two of Kevin's attacks, it's also a movie, so... Suspend your disbelief, and all of his traps feel feasible for a kid. He spent the entire movie being clever, and he's using stuff like Hot Wheels for his traps, for crying out loud. If you go grittier, you've got a giant tone problem. 1991's Toy Soldiers features a boy's prep school that's overtaken by a Colombian drug dealer and his minions. Okay, weird start, but sure. Oh wait, this movie is R-rated, and we're gonna light people up with machine guns, blood splatter and all? That seems weird in a movie with a young Sean Astin and Will Wheaton in it, so that's out. How about something silly? As much as a younger Scott loved Three Ninjas, it is solely aimed at kids, and adults will not watch it again. Because there's no way three tiny children would be able to pawn a bunch of adults with weapons in a hostage situation. Bye bye, Logic. Bye bye, Boku Bucks. Now, if another movie tried to be semi grounded and heartfelt, like Home Alone did, it might have had a shot, but then again, people would have known you were trying to make Home Alone, wouldn't they? As much as studios wanted to profit off of Home Alone's success, the setup isn't the reason Home Alone worked. Being unique was. This has been Scott's off indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.